Welcome back to the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. Your host, Olivia, here today, and I have Jen all the way here from Guatemala. She's originally German, but she lives in Guatemala. She is the co-founder and lead coach of Mountains and Marathons, a transformative coaching organization that works with entrepreneurs and executives to create a deeper alignment in their lives. The Align Leadership Program takes leaders on a six-month journey that cultivates, culminates the with running a marathon or climbing a mountain in an epic place in the world, from Patagonia to Nepal and the Australian outback. Like, how badass is that? Like, that is so, like, that alone is so cool. Jen has worked with leaders from Fortune 500 companies to national and nonprofit organizations across the U.S., Europe, Australia, and the Middle East. She champions the idea that leadership needs to start with authentically leading ourselves first in all areas of life. I'm so happy to have her here today. Jen, you're looking awesome. Guys, check her links out in the show notes below like you, you're going to want to get a part of this. Like, first off, like, ah, the physical and mental part of what you do. It's so, so, so cool. So can you talk into, talk about a little bit of like, when to know that you're out of alignment? Cause you speak about alignment a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Olivia. That was a beautiful introduction. I love your energy. Um, let's dive into this. Yes. Um, alignment. So our flagship program, the Align Leadership Program. I mean, alignment is really what we're all about, what I'm all about, um, what our coaching is all about. And what we mean by alignment is living in a place where we are living in congruence with our truth and our highest vision for our life. And what that also means is a place where moment by moment, there is a congruence between what we say, think, feel, and do. Yeah. There's a congruence, like the way we're showing up in the world, like there's one congruent being. Now that also easily, like now we can look at what is misalignment. Yeah. And I'm sure like everybody's experienced that before. Like it's the place when we think one thing, but what comes out of our mouth is something else. (laughs) And we feel a certain way about something, but our actions in the world don't really reflect that. Yeah. That's misaligned. When we have a vision for our life that we're clear on, like what we desire but we remain in a place that's really not that. And that is not in sync with that. That is not in concurrence with that. That's misalignment. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking notes as we talk and I'm, I'm already going to tell you, most people are out of alignment. Like I work with the general public and I'm telling you that like, it's, I manage a fine dining restaurant. Great. So I get to see people that have money and people that think they got money, you know, and, Everywhere in between, because it's inside a casino, you know, it's it's (laughs) real, real exciting. That would be interesting for social studies in itself, I'm sure. Well, because, you know, (laughs) I get to see people at their absolute worst. I get to know what their addictions really are, what some of their addictions are. The regulars that we have that are casino guests, they have a gambling problem. There's no way that you're in the casino every day if you ain't got a gambling problem. I'm sorry. Like, that doesn't mean that I love them any less. It's just I see them as they are and I treat them right. I'm not saying I it's, you don't, but I'm just, everybody has their different things, their triggers and stuff like that. So 
my perspective is I, I'm in that environment. I'm also in envi- an environment with like church. I, I talk to people from all over the world on a continual basis, not not daily, but like at least a few times a week, I get to talk to people from all over the world. So I get to see different perspectives and things. And it's a general consensus, like just even seeing what people are posting. I know half the people that post on social media are not as happy as they look like they are. Mm. They're just making themselves look like they are happy mm. so that the world can see that they're happy, but inside they're suffering with, with traumas that they would, that, that they won't, don't want to address. You know, we, we have, we have to stop ignoring the drug abuse issue that we have in this country as well. And I mean, I was happy that there was like something found in the white house because now it's like, okay, now we can't ignore this anymore. You know, we can't ignore the fact that we've yeah. got an issue here and that's out of alignment. You know, it's addiction, something that I've battled with myself, you know, mm. and, and overcome, but that's another thing mm. that's out of line. And I'm, this is not coming from a place of judgment at all, but you talk about for one being in alignment two moment by moment and for me i constantly have to ask myself step by step that requires you to be present most people are thinking about the past are thinking about the future are comparing themselves to other people instead of just feeling their bodies feeling the space that they're in holding that space you know and so your work is so necessary Especially now, if you're listening to this, obviously, you know what you're doing because, you know, you're not, you're a cut above the rest when you're listening to this type of stuff. But Jen's the type of person that's going to really, truly take you to that next level because it's, it's that, that core stuff that we take for granted that really takes us where we need to go. So talk a little bit about the program of like climbing mountains or doing a marathon. (laughs) Yeah, I just want to say, Olivia, on what you just said, and first, congratulations on your own journey back into alignment after addiction. I mean, that is, you know, it's it's a thing. And again, something, you know, I'm not American, but I know like it's a it's a challenge across the country. And a lot of the high level leaders that we work with have had a history of some form of, you know, substance abuse, addiction. And it's often, you know, generally leaders often come to us when it's like it ticks all the boxes on the outside. Mm-hmm. Right. And they might even not have anyone to actually fully open up with. It's like they're very successful. But um, one of our members in one of our most recent programs said it beautifully. She said at the beginning of the program, why she joined was because she felt that her internal level of, of, of fulfillment didn't match her external level of success. Yeah, something we see so often. And uh, the Align Leadership Program. So, yes, yeah, so we go and climb big mountains and we go and run marathons. So the way it works is that. It's a six-month-long program, and it's really about the holistic transformation. And at the end, we graduate with running a marathon or climbing a mountain in some epic location of the world to, to transform, to celebrate, and to really connect with the metaphor that mountains and marathons are for our lives and their challenges. But um, if we take a step back for a moment, you know, the process that we guide people through over the six months is clarity, clearing, creation. That is our methodology to get life into alignment. And very importantly, like, and you said it already so beautifully, like it is an alignment is a moment by moment commitment. It's not like I do a six month long program and then, hey, here for the next decades, I'm set up. It's a six month long training ground where so much gets to shift inside of that. And also it's a training for the rest of life, which our graduates often say, like, this is only just the beginning. They get very present to that at the end of the program. But basically to very briefly, 
give a bit of an idea of what that looks like. First, clarity. Clarity for us is the knowing of who we are, who we're inspired to be, and what we're out to create in the world. And so we connect with and Not only a lot of people have clarity on like one or two life areas in terms of what they want and where they're going. We're looking at like 13 different life areas holistically and not just what's the what's the house and the car that I want and everything but it's like how do I want to feel in life who do I want to be in life so that is what we're dedicated to inside of clarity when we have that and people create a beautiful document that actually stipulates and declares that in that part second part clearing the eliminating healing or letting go of everything that is out of alignment so now we're looking at like this is where we're going this is the life I'm standing for now, what's not aligned with it? What requires eliminating, healing, letting go? That's in the way. And that can be in this moment right now. It can be smaller or bigger things, not be just some habits to let go. It might be the job or my relationship that is misaligned. Or it might be like really healing deeper things from the past, like those traumas that you spoke into, pieces that are still there from childhood, from the past, relationally, etc. That's the work that we do instead of clearing. And then we move on to creation. And that's where a lot of people want to start. A lot of coaching programs start. It's like, hey, I want to create all these amazing things in the world, but we keep bumping up against the same things if we haven't done the work to get clear on what life we really aspire to and then clear what's in the way of that. Now we can talk about what does it look like to do and be in alignment with my vision each day. I love this because yes, it's so people always want to start where they think, oh, well, I'm going to just start creating it's exciting stuff. <laughs> and it's just like, nah, fair enough, mean, right? Fair like, enough. <laughs> you have to, you have to tear like, like sh- the Shrek movie. You got to peel back the onions. You got to peel, peel back them layers, you know, to really, and, and question like that clearing is so important, you know? So many people don't do reflective work. They don't, they don't touch the dark stuff. A lot of people, they, especially the ones that battle with, and I think that everybody has some form of addiction, whether it's shopping, sex, gambling, like substance abuse, you know, whatever that might be negativity like gossip some people are just ad- addicted to negativity they really are and they just and they wonder why their lives are so miserable because they bring it into it they speak that into existence you speak everything you want into your life into existence and and when you until you learn how to watch your mouth I don't talk when I'm mad I just I, I'm like you know what? I'm not going to that's great I love that <laughs> not only in the closet <laughs> <laughs> You know how long it took me to get there, (laughs) but it's, it's important and, but clearing, having that time. And I mean, the fact that you allow people to do this so much faster, because if they do it on their own, like, it's great. You can hear this. Okay. Yes. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go ahead and gain, gain clarity on what I want to do. Like you're, you're listening to this and, and not thinking that you need somebody else to help you out in this, in this area. And even if you don't choose to work with Jen, this is a great opportunity to start looking into that personal development realm because it ha- having somebody hold you accountable to actually do the work is one thing to say, yeah, I'm going to do that. Are they, are you really digging down deep? This is not the one thing that I love about coaching and programs like this, like yours is 
therapy deals so much with the past. And in coaching, yeah, we talk a little bit about it, but we take you to that next level. We take you to where you want to go. We help you create. That creation part is you're co-creating, not only with you, but with the, the universe of what it is you want to, to be. And, and how you can see that it's not, it's one step away. Each step by step, by moment by moment, like we were talking about before. And um, yeah, I really want to speak into what you just said there with the clarity piece, because that is something that for me has been so eye-opening doing this work and also, you know, with myself. You might think, well, you know, just getting clear on what I want, that's the easy part. And then comes the hard part. I have found that the people that we work with, clarity tends to be one of the most difficult ones. Why? Because, well, we might have a vague idea of kind of what we want, but there's so much layering on top of that so much clouding from past disappointed expectations where we thought we wanted something and now life's kind of not that and now we're like well you know now here I am and can I actually do this from societal expectations like is it even possible and there's often a real barrier to actually where there's often like a lot of as you said like peeling back the layers that we need to do to really access the truth of what do I desire and what do I really want because of all that layering, especially once we go into like all the 13 different life areas. So there tends to be a few that are easier and then there's a few that can be really difficult. And then there is another part that comes right after that. And that is so essential and can be so difficult. And that is actually claiming it. Mm. Yeah. We had people actually, um, I know she would mind me sharing that because she's a coach with me these days, like Jordan beautiful woman she joined our Everspace camp program in 2019 she's now one of our leadership coaches but when she first wrote her manifesto like the document that we create she was able to write it but when we were on the call and asked her to read out she couldn't read it it couldn't come out of her mouth to actually own and claim it so that is a whole different piece that we really deeply hold people inside of and are so connected to that can be so hard it's so vulnerable it's so vulnerable to actually claim and declare to ourselves, let alone not a person, here's what I'm standing for as a possibility for my life. And it's so beautiful when it does happen. I I actually had that moment today because I'm currently going through like a rebrand of, I'm, I feel God moving me into another season in life. And so I used AI to my benefits, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Help me, you know, get these words together. You know, let's, let's, let's do this. Right. And I love what it says, but introducing my first, this was my first time introducing myself in this way, because, you know, it's a process in becoming. And it was like, I felt that, and I've been doing this work for, for some time now. So it's not like I'm somebody that hasn't, but even somebody that it has done this work for a minute, it's still like when you're you're changing, you're transitioning, there's still some subconscious a- apprehension and current state apprehension. And it's just like, ooh, is this right? And mm. it takes a moment to be into that for it to be the new you and for you to truly embody it. It does not happen overnight. No, no, it doesn't. And we can also normalize that, right? Like it gets to be uncomfortable. Like if we can just normalize that it gets to be uncomfortable, it gets to be hard, and it gets to suck, and it gets to be really painful, and it gets to be all those things. Right? <laughs> I mean, we have to create the space inside of ourselves where it gets to be all that. 
Because if we expect our creation and us living into the biggest vision we have for our lives to be just easier all the time, well, that's not going to happen. Like it's going to be painful along the way. So if we can just come from a place of it gets to be that, it gets to mold me and shape me. And I deeply, deeply believe like we come onto this earth to feel life fully and to feel the entirety of the human experience. And I truly believe that we cannot experience the the heights of joy, of bliss, of ecstasy, of love, if we're not willing to feel the exact opposite of the spectrum to all its depth as well. Like it's not a, I can't just pick and choose. It expands into both directions. So we can show up for all of it. Like these days, and that has that is not always a life for me, like in the moment as much, though more and more. But these days when I'm really sad, when I'm really like grieving, losing something, there is a part of me that is aware of the beauty of that too. It's like, wow, like this human experience, I'm like, I get to feel so deeply. I get to love so deeply. I get to be so deeply sad. I mean, there's beauty in that. And we try to get out of it so quickly and fix it and stuff it up and make ourselves happy again most of the Mm. time. And I... A lot of the clearing work is creating that space inside of ourselves. So we're developing a different relationship with our emotions where all is welcome and there's space for all of what life really is. Because it's not only one spectrum, not only one end of it. There's two things I want to touch on. You know, you're talking about being uncomfortable And I challenge myself continuously to get out of my comfort zone. And so I'll ask myself, okay, what can I do to get out of my comfort zone today? And this was one day last week, and it was asking for help makes me uncomfortable. Now, what are some of the things that your clients do to get out of their comfort zone? Hmm. (laughs) So much of a line is out of the comfort zone, really. (laughs) When Mm -hmm. I think about that. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um. I mean, we can touch a little bit on the, um, there's obviously the physical aspect um, that everybody goes through. Yeah. And there is, but it's actually an interesting thing that I'm connecting with it. Like there's a physical aspect of preparing for a marathon or mountain, but there's something else in there that I believe is nearly as uncomfortable, just in a different way, which is showing up to the base of a mountain or to a start line, not knowing what's going to happen. Like you can't know what's going to happen. It will always, no matter what you've done, no matter how much you've worked your butt off, no matter whether you've showed up for every single training session, you don't know what's going to happen at mile 25. You don't know what's going to happen at 80,000 feet elevation when your body is battling elevation. I did a half marathon before um, in Disney World when I was 19. I did not train. Listen, it was, it was horrible. Half marathon, you can't get away with that. For a full marathon, I wouldn't recommend. Half marathon is like, yeah, I didn't train. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Listen, for one, I don't think I'm ever going to do that again. But I'm more of a, five, a 10K max obstacle course type of person. Like, let yeah. me jump over some stuff. Let me, I love to trail run. So I'm more like, I love the mountain aspect. Like, I'd be down mm-hmm. with the mountain the marathon, I'm like, I'll be tired of running. But I started running and I ended running. That was literally it. And that point one mile was the longest mile I ever did. But um, that feeling when you first get there, you don't know what's coming. It is that little rush 
anxiety that you feel in your body and you use it to just push you and move forward. Whenever I'm nervous, I say that I'm excited. But I also love that you talked about how we, we try to push past the emotions so quickly instead of actually feeling them. So you're really increasing your client's emotional capacity. 100%. And that's so, you know, that's what high level individuals need to do. They have to increase their emotional capacity and their stress capacity because you get, you, you make more. They, they, a lot of times they want to have more life. They want to have more fulfillment. They've achieved certain things when it comes to the financial realm, but it's going to, it's still 10 X's them when they are able to feel their lives and actively be in it. And it's so much, so like you were saying, so much more love, so yeah. much more joy and deeper relationships and repair. It causes so much because of that. Yeah. Exactly that. And, you know, honestly, if I could just like do one thing with every person that I encounter, it would be increased capacity to feel life fully and understand why that matters so much. And that's our aliveness. I'm like, if we're not playing the game of aliveness, what game are we playing? Being alive here. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> and yes, you're absolutely right. As we do increase our capacity to be with, all that life presents, you know, it enables us to be more calm, more grounded, more equanimous, like to, to be with all these challenges that daily life, whether it's in our leadership in our household, in our family, or with our kid, or whether it's, you know, leadership of a 500 person team, doesn't matter. It's all the same stuff. It's all nervous system. It's all a nervous system capacity in the end. Yeah, triggers might look different, but in the end, it's all the same stuff. That's also why inside of a line, we don't distinguish like there's a professional leadership program. There's this like personal leadership. It's like, it's leadership. It's how we show up and be and lead ourselves in life and how we get to show up for all of it. And in the end, that truly is my biggest hope for anyone, you know, who we work with, for anyone who graduates a line. And we hear, you know, coming back to also to the, to the piece that we talked about before, like when you show up at the start at the base of a mountain, you know, I had a check-in call the other day, one of our graduates from Kilimanjaro last year, you know, and she she's a CEO of a private equity-owned company and they're going through a sale. It was just like a whole big, you know, just like a big change process and um, with a lot of uncertainty, a lot of challenges coming up in that. And she said, you know, nearly daily, like I think back to the mountain and I remember I can keep putting one foot in front of the other without knowing what's around the corner. Like I can do hard things. I can keep walking. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I love that. Now I know how important mindset is. And I also know how important morning routines in, in general routines are important. What is your favorite routine that you do throughout the day? And what does that include? Yeah, wonderful. So um, I mean, in the mornings, um, I tend to like get up and shower and then I do like 10 minutes of stretching. I do 10 minutes of breath work and then I go for a walk and then I grind into my day, check my schedule, et cetera. But really, um, you know, this is a more recent one for me, uh, but over the last month, like breath, intentional breathing, intentional breath work has become a cornerstone of my life, my being, it's tr made a tremendous difference. I'm actually currently in a training to become a certified breathwork practitioner and facilitator because I want to bring more of that to my clients as well. I have really found how much inside of the breath 
lifts clarity, clearing creation. Like it is when we're breathing, when we're so deeply connecting to our body, that clarity gets to emerge. You know, like the the breath actually has the potentiality to clear out a lot of the stuck emotions, stuck dramas from our body. And then in the end, that's what enables us to create and deeply connect with who we really want to be. So that is one that I am currently um, diving a lot more deeply into, and that is becoming a core part of my practice I want to bring to my clients as well. This is the second time today <laughs> I have been reminded the importance of breath work. <laughs> Not even all the way into my day. And I'm like, you know what? I've been, I've been asking God what else I should really make sure I incorporate in my new morning routine. And I and I try to do the breath work, but it's not something that's a mandatory thing for me. I'll catch myself getting annoyed. So I take the, t- the moments to do some box breathing, you know, but starting out the day doing that base, you know, yeah, getting your base level. I, I really do love that you said that because um, it really does help you get grounded, get centered, change, mm-hmm. shift your mood if you're not if you're in a if you're in a situation where it's super high stress and you have to be on and be performing and you can't you can't be like cursing everybody out you know you <laughs> even though yeah. you you're sleep deprived and you want to you know like. yeah exactly exactly and you know and for your listeners because there's a very like there's two basic forms of breath that everybody can you know you don't need training you don't need guidance you don't need anything to leverage these there's really two different ways of breathing that do two different things to your nervous system so if you want to if you're sluggish and if you're tired and you need an activation like that's often like when i use that it is a like short intense inhale through the mouth and then letting it go yeah and so like that that will activate the nervous system yeah will get us more activated on the other side if we're being really stressed we focus on slow long exhales Breathing in and then a slow, long exhale. That's what calms the nervous system. So with these two things, we can, with these two ways of breathing, we can easily switch between like parasympathetic, sympathetic nervous system, depending on what we need. Do we need to calm down because we're stressed or are we a bit lethargic and out of energy and need a pick-me-up? And I will literally work with these several times through the day besides my morning practice um, because it always, it always helps me really tune into my body and get my nervous system to a place where I need it in order to show up for whatever is there. I love that. Ooh, ooh, that's, thank you. Thank you for that tip. I know that they would definitely appreciate that as well. So tell me when your next, it's not challenge, like the next, um, next program. Yeah. The next program. Yeah. So, um, I believe like this podcast, like when your listeners listen to it, we'll actually just have launched our last Kilimanjaro um, edition and that starts um, mid-August. The next one will start in early December. I am in a place right now where it's not yet public. It will be a brand new Align program. This will be our 16th edition of Align in five years. We have never run this one before and it is currently still under wraps um, what that one will be. So we haven't made it public yet, but it will launch at the beginning of December. And by the time that this podcast comes out, it might even be on our website already. So I recommend check it out. It's going to be an epic destination. And yeah, it will start in December and graduate in May next year. Oh, man. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> that's, that's no, but that's like, that is to bring in 2024, like. Oh, yeah. 
like <laughs> heavy. We're gonna get gonna get things aligned. <laughs> now, do you, we talk a lot about alignment? Is there a spiritual aspect to this at all? For me, for me, deeply, I am. I mean, I'm a deeply spiritual person. I'm not necessarily in subscribe to any specific religion, but yeah. um, I um. For me, that's actually what all of it comes back to. You know, what I shared before, what do we do here with this human experience that we're having and this deep belief that we've come here to feel it fully and just be in all of it, from ice cream to breakdowns to all of it. (laughs) That for me, you know, is really like when we can drop into that and connect with that. Yeah, and then inside of a line, you know, people come with, all kinds of different um, religious backgrounds, um, beliefs. Some people, you know, have very, very strong spiritual beliefs and practices, which beautifully gets to influence like their program and how we work with them and how they bring that to to their practice and allow the practice to be informed by that. And then some people come and they're like, I don't even know what that is, right? When we do life air assessment, they're like, yeah, one out of 10, no idea. Like I'm not connected to the spiritual part of my life at all. And that's amazing because then sometimes you know, things open up there. I mean, even you know, being in the mountains, like that's always a spiritual. I, I believe mountains and marathons, like the, the event itself is deeply spiritual practice, right? We get out into nature because we're training. Mm-hmm. We need to do this thing, right? So, yes, I, I would say like there's a lot of different layers in that. And I would also say, you know, in who we are and how we coach and like the, the place that we come from, there's certainly um, a spiritual aspect that allows for everybody's own spirituality to come through there without uh, without being prescriptive in any way. I love that, especially for, you know, the individuals that, you know, they might be Muslim, they might be Christian, they might be, yeah. you know, Hindu. Buddhist, you know, whatever spectrum that is, you do touch on it, but those that are also not connected, but I do say that when I'm outside, I call that God's living room. I got that from somebody else, but oh, that's beautiful. Sometimes (laughs) you just need to go and realize, or when it's dark outside, go outside, look at the stars and realize how small it all is. When you're stressed out, just go and get centered, go take your shoes off, get in the grass, get grounded you know, do That's some breath it. work. I, I am that person. <laughs> you get it. That's exactly yes. it. That's exactly it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. This was so good. Well, Jen, thank you so much for joining me today. And guys mm-hmm. check her links in the show notes below. Like you're going to want to get a part of this. You're going to want to follow her, see what she's doing. Even if you can't join the challenge this upcoming year, you know, you might want to, you might know somebody that does. Mm-hmm. You might know somebody that is ready to take that next step and do a marathon or a mountain, you know, like what? So cool. Thank you so much for having me, Olivia. It was a joy. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.